<laughs> P P H L U C K me comma right question mark is there a comma in there yeah okay I wanted to make sure it was different because it, <laughs> it's a pause it's not fuck me right it's fuck me right because <laughs> I need okay. help you gotta laugh when you say it because that's the depression inside of the sentence. I don't know how to start this. You ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Yo, welcome back to Fluck Me, right? I'm your host, Marlon Hugh, a.k.a. Father Piccolo, a.k.a. Morgan Freeman's illegitimate grandson. Twice removed, once on Tam's side, but I'm still on Tam's side. You feel me? Because this is uh, my guest's second time on the podcast, but the first time you'll be seeing her. Because I did everything out of order. Because fuck me, my life. Uh, I'll try doing this because I never did it on the other podcast. Introducing somebody I'm talking to. <laughs> um, on my side, I have a, an illustrious racist. <laughs> That's who I am? Um, I got my racist guest, uh, Tam. Really? That's how you're going to introduce me? You're going to act like you're not racist now? You're more racist than I am. Just like what a racist would say. What? <laughs> tell me you got a black friend. <laughs> um, Miss Quinn. Oh, all right. Let's back up and roll it here. Uh, me and her also have a fake podcast name together. We got cups. You want to show them? Well, if you're listening, the cups say dumb numb because she's dumb and I'm numb. I mean, <clears throat> it's the other way. <laughs> He's dumb. I'm dumb. You're and dumb she's numb. numb. You're dumb. Um, dumb numb. I couldn't uh, for those who have not seen the other podcast with her because it's all out of order. I can't pronounce her real name. Uh, um, 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 I just want to do a poll. Isn't it? Isn't it more racist to say her name properly than to say? I don't think so. Dom da dom dom. When you dum. do it like that, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> it's a Chinese proverb. I'm not Chinese. <laughs> uh, speaking of Chinese, she cursed me with chap lips. <laughs> now she's checking it. <laughs> Can we ask a serious question that everybody wants to know? Why don't Asians lick their lips? I lick my lips all the time. Lies. That's why they're chopped. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Do Asians lick too much, and that's why they're? Uh, I always mean, that's chapped? how chopped lips happen. Is when but, you lick your lips too much. Lo Cool J been licking it since the '80s, and he doesn't have Asian chapped lips. He has money. <laughs> oh, so you know, so do Asians. They marry white people. <laughs> 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 Wait, that, that was that was like so Peter Griffin. <laughs> what happened to those family values? That racist used to adore hanging with the white guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tam's nervous to introduce me uh, to her people because I'm black. Put you on Front Street. What? I put you on Front Street. Front Street? You're on Front Street. What's Front Street? Oh. I should make like a segment. Welcome to Black Lingo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, putting on Front Street is, you know, like a corner store. I'm putting you on blast so everybody oh. can see. Yeah. Well, hello. <laughs> well, she's a third degree racist <laughs> or the second, second generation racist. 
<laughs> well, your grandma's racist, right? My grandma? Yeah. Um, probably. I don't know. She's dead. Oh, yeah, she's racist then. Okay. When, when was she born? I don't know. What? And then my other grandma has dementia, so. So she's definitely racist. What does having dementia do have to she, do with being Because she forgot that uh, the slaves were free <laughs> and things changed. <laughs> what? What? Get that nigga out of here. <laughs> you get out of here. <laughs> See, she gets awkward with these conversations. Uh, my goal is to get her to speak more, right? Because uh, we've noticed that she has the Asian curse where they look down and feel bad about being an individual. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I feel like you feel bad for having your own thoughts and opinions. Uh, I think it's more like I'm, well, part of part of it is because I, I'm quiet, like grew up quiet. She's not quiet. You mean grew up abused so you didn't speak a lot? Just grew up not really talking a whole lot. You speak when spoken to. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you speak? Wait, hold on, y'all. I always do this. I never explain anything. All right, listen, 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 Linda. This is the technical first episode. So, but I have an actual first episode. So this is episode zero zero. Uh, Does that's that why make I, sense? I don't think it makes sense. Yes, it is. Just call it the first episode and call it good. No, because I've already edited the first episode and said it's the first episode. I will not re-edit. <laughs> you guys know how long it was taking? Never again. Just put subtitles over it. No. Oh, so what we're watching? Leap it out and do a voiceover. Subtitles, says the Asian. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, now, Marlon now. can't read. I can't read. So he hates subtitles. First of and all. And he watches anime and dubbed. What monster does that? You know why I watch anime and dub? Because I can multitask. Asians Multitasking? Is reading subtitles and watching at the same time. No, you can't do that. Asians can't multitask. That's why they're racist. They're racist. You can't see us for our color and our personality. <laughs> <laughs> it's one at a time. That's why you're squinting. <laughs> you squint to narrow it down. I squint because I'm blind. She's legally blind and legally racist. <laughs> um. Wait, okay. Explain the podcast because I never do it. Hold on. Let me... uh. Drink a sip of water from my lovely cup. Ah, oh, it's a nice gulp of semen. ASMR. Um, <laughs> ASMR. Um, this cup um, was so graciously um, made for me by um, a friend, that pretty chef on Instagram. Um, her company, well, she went from being a chef to now she makes candles because apparently home decor and smell is a big thing. Um, it's a black owned company, a black female at that or is it what's the proper term lady woman she's a person without balls which could be anybody nowadays <laughs> re-edit um <laughs> this cup that has dumb numb on it i got it for both of us because first episode so why not uh get one for both of us um it was made by um a friend of mine she has a company called um oh crap ascension i can't i can't spell asc ascension if I say it wrong, I'm just going to bleep over <laughs> what I say. Yeah, just, just well, put her handle right here. Her handle at the bottom. For people listening, uh, her company name, <laughs> Ascension. I, I literally had her tell me this too. Basically, um, you know, like the smell uh, can kind of get you high. You know when you get high off a really good smell mm -hmm. in, the, in the room? That's what her candles do. That's where her name came from. I think it's Essence, Ascension. I'm going to say it's Ascension. Okay. <laughs> can't spell, can't read. But yeah, um, she sells candles on... Like later podcasts, I get some candles from her too. You know, I, me and you even figured out a smell. And I didn't, I didn't have time to get it, okay. so I got the I got the cups made. 
in later episodes, I'm going to have a fuck me right uh, cup. She got that for me as well. I just got the dumb numb cups. Um, you guys are going to see a dope ass animated intro before every episode. That was made by um, the homie Shamari, known as Shu the Gifted. I always thought his name was Shoot the Gifted. I thought he spelled it wrong. <laughs> Didn't realize that was his name. Um, see if it's racist. What? What? Because he's black. He has shooting in it. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> you see what they do to us, Shamari? Um, another another black-owned company uh, creator. He's a dope-ass animator. You know, um, me and him never met, but we met online. We were in an animated group, or a group for people who animate. I don't animate, so I don't know why I'm in there. <laughs> I wanted to be a voice actor, so I think they threw me in there. Um, but it takes forever to do animation, so I haven't voice acted anything yet. Um, but like, I like creating person. Uh, personal relationships so like i could have maybe found somebody in person and really got that but uh uh he seemed to have a good personality basically me and him vibe well so you'll probably see from the final product you saw the animation right mm-hmm. pretty dope right mm-hmm. i let him work i learned from my experience of having clients those who like you know breathe over your neck and just set unrealistic expectations it doesn't really end well so i wanted to make sure he liked what he was doing if you like the product that you're doing you'll get a better result you know um You'll probably hear some music in the beginning. Um, the guitar and drums that was played by my friend Ryan, another dude I met at work. It's all about relationships. You think they can hear? <laughs> We're in a hotel and she's vacuuming. No, no, I don't. No, I don't think so. I think we're okay. Maybe in the video. The video? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. She knocked on the door. No housekeeping. No. Why didn't you put the do not disturb out? I'm illiterate. If I could read, maybe I would have. That's true. <laughs> Did I give everybody a shout out? Oh, shout out to uh, Ty and Trev also. Um, you'll see Trev pop up the most. Basically, that's also why I have Tam here. Um, I rented out like a hotel or Airbnb two different times. And I just did like a bunch of podcasts back to back, which she got to experience some mm-hmm. of it. Um, you saw from the editing, right? Like you thought that a lot of it was going to be repetitive. But like, I think that's because you're there. So you hear me say a lot of the shit. Mm-hmm. But people don't listen to every episode. Like, they're Wait, gonna did pick- they not? No, Mr. Superman, no here. No, no. They'll probably knock while midway. <laughs> that's why this, if you're watching, that's why this one is so dingy looking. I just wanted to put an explanation video out there before the other one. So like when you watch the other podcasts, they'll, they'll probably be more animated. Definitely lit more, <laughs> lit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of want to explain it again. She's been here through a lot of them, about half of them. I wanted Trev here too. Would have been dope. Hi, Trev. Hi, Ty. Don't give them highs. Uh, they'll be on the first episode by the way they go crazy Um, oh yeah let me see if y'all can see I'm rocking the Tokyo Ghoul shirt because I've had a bad life 2020 was going great for me I don't know about you guys All right, worried about a virus I was doing wonderful then I went broke (laughs) last four months were terrible (laughs) I'm just getting out of it that's why I'm rocking all black she's rocking all black I got the, the doodle bob, the evil SpongeBob hat on, trying to cover myself. But I don't want to be seen. And uh, she made me dye my hair blue. Also, is that why you're covering it up? Um, no, I don't want them to see my acne scar. I gotta, you hoe. I gotta, <laughs> you hoe. Just show them your blue hair. It looks great. See? If you're watching videos, you'll see my blue hair. Um, I like the green better. No, the blue is better. Uh, she's lying. Uh, also, uh, shout out to the homie. Um, who does the hair? You know, you never seen um, it's all black barbershop. That's an anime driven barbershop. You never seen that bunch of young dudes cutting hair. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, his name is Dwight. I'm trying to remember his handle. Oh, the last 
hairbender. So uh, he has some underscores in there. But uh, I'll put something on the video. Yo, I can't. Yo, people need to realize I can't remember names. That's why I give people nicknames. You should write these down. Why would I write it down? Oh, yeah, you can't read. How dare you? <laughs> when I used to rap, um, I was the first Jay-Z. Because when you write it down, it leaves your memory. So, like for me, when I, like even acting, I can't read. You know, like Drumline, when uh, he couldn't read the music, so he would just memorize it. Mm-hmm. That's me. I would have guessed scripts. I couldn't pronounce words. So when I do auditions, I would just freestyle. And they're like, hmm, he's innovative. <laughs> he's a good improviser. No, I just can't spell or read whatever <laughs> word was on the paper. <laughs> Like we, would, we would do table reads and I would hope somebody would say it before me. Oh. <laughs> or like I would read my lines before they would get to me. Like, <laughs> Make a joke out of it. Right. That's probably why I'm also uh, into comedy. Um, you got to laugh off the pain. <laughs> All the flaws. <laughs> that go on. Right. That'll also be what this episode is about. Right. That's why I also want to bring Tam in. I think she haven't, hasn't explored um, dealing with her pain in the way right, that you could. She's even quiet now. Say that. Well, which pain are we talking about? I mean, to me, life is pain. Like, okay. People wake up and they're happy for another day. I wake up and go, damn it. <laughs> still here. <laughs> well, try again. <laughs> that's, why, that's why when other people hit snooze, they're just trying to get more sleep. I'm hoping that the next time I close my eyes, they don't open. Damn. <laughs> Suicide jokes episode one. Mm-hmm. Zero, zero, I mean. Zero zero. Zero. <laughs> zero zero. Is that what it's called? The suicide yeah. episode. Ooh. Well, see, I want to call it wrong hole because I've been fucked for the last four months. But I also want to call it dumb numb. We could call it suicide squad. No, <laughs> no, I'm not feeling it. Then what's another thing? You wanted wrong hole because she likes doing anal and golden showers. It's not <laughs> true. Those are rumors. <laughs> <laughs> rumors that are true. <laughs> so when she says I got that drip. She means golden piss from a <laughs> Marlon drips. He leaks. First of all, some people have leaky butt. I have leaky penis. Mm-hmm. Um, in the words of uh, uh, all my children. What was that Matt da- that Damien Damien Wayne's show? My wife and kids. All my children. Did you watch Black Psycho? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Was that after segregation was ended that you started seeing us as people? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he talked about getting older. How, Why like, don't they put that show on Netflix? Because they're racist. Nah. That's such a great show. I don't know if people understand. I definitely like My Wife and Kids better than Cosby. My Wife and Kids. All My Children? Did you watch Black Psycho? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Was that after segregation was ended that you started seeing us as people? <laughs> uh, yeah, he talked about getting older. How, Why like, don't they put that show on Netflix? Because they're racist. Nah. That's such a great show. I don't know if people understand. I definitely like My Wife and Kids better than Cosby. Um, well, now Cos- the Cosby show is tainted. No, it's not. I can separate um, the artist from what he did. Except for Aaliyah, Rock the Boat. Because that was about sex and I didn't know that. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, stroke for me. Stroke for me. I changed positions. I thought she was rowing a fucking boat. <laughs> Whore. <laughs> I can never listen to that song again. <laughs> And it makes so much sense <laughs> when you hear it, right? Yeah. Now stroke it for me. Why would she be stroking well, a boat? Like, now it sounds sexual. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can't listen to it. Wait, did you listen to that as a kid? Yeah, I used to love it. And my parents let me sing it. Stroke it for me. <laughs> Can you imagine the parent just laughing? <laughs> oh, yeah, he doesn't know what he's saying. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't know. Even though I have a dirty mind, I didn't understand some things. Like when R. Kelly used to say, I got all my mommies around me. Oh, he has a lot of mothers. <laughs> I don't know why it didn't click for me. Well, I mean, who knows what mommies is? I'm not walking around calling girls mommy at fucking middle school. Well, I mean, some people probably were. No, he does. I definitely call them whores. So I got to whore before mommy. I don't know how that happened. Grandma. Um, Personal development. <laughs> we all got Discovery Channel, don't we? <laughs> I watched Lion King. Oh, he's he going to fuck up. her. Yeah. He's going to fuck Nala. <laughs> I still want to raise um, a lion. My mom doesn't want me to. I want to I have a kid and then get the lion around the same time so they can Why? grow up together. Because I just want to. I'm, a, I'm great. Yeah, I don't think that's legal. That is. You, you, gotta get, you have to get a sanctuary. sanctuary. Um, it's got to be a certain amount of space for the lion. Um, I've looked at it. I've, I've been prepared. And so the way I'm going to not fully domesticate it, I'm going to hide its food. I'm not going to just hand its food. It's got to find it every day. That way it's used to searching. Um, it's got to see me well enough, especially as a child. I've got to be there when it's raising it so it's used to my scent. Then when it gets older, you know, just never turn your back to it. I'm, I'm going to wrestle it, definitely. Okay, you do you. I don't know why you guys act like this isn't, this is a thing. There's a whole guy who's friends with cheetahs, hyenas. Who the ones who laugh? Aren't they rescues? No, he's in a fucking Africa world. Well, some. Like, it's like a mixture. Um, some is just because, like, they're losing, like, space. So they want to make, so they're kind of taking care of them. Some, the, the cutest video was they saved a hurt lion. And then it fucking jumped up and hugged the girl. Or I think it's a guy or a girl. It, it hugged them after that. Like, they have the ability of love, right? Yeah, but, like, aren't those, like, lions or cheetahs or whatever that w- had to be raised because they were hurt where they were? And then, so they're just kind of bringing them back to health so they could go back to the wild. Yeah, I'm going to let You're my, talking about keeping go. a lion as a pet. No, no, no. I'm going to let them go. That's why I said I'm not going to fully domesticate them. Let them learn how to search the food and stuff. My goal is I want to raise them, let them go. And I uh, hope that when I see him again, he hugs me. Okay. I think you've been watching too much of those videos. Listen, see, people always say this about innovators until it happens. What would you say if it works? That you haven't lived a full life? You like dogs. I don't know why. I like cats. Okay. I like pussy. You like dogs. That's why girls get their heart hurt. All right. We don't love bitches. We like pussy. That's rude. That's racist. <laughs> That's It'd be sexist. racist if you like cats and you eat them and stuff. Oh, that's why you don't like them because you eat them. No, I don't like cats because I'm. Well, who said I don't like cats? I do like cats. I'm just allergic to them. When does that stop you from rubbing something? Marlon's rude. Marlon's a hoe. Whoa, that's racist to call me that. <laughs> I don't know why. I still never fully. It's so hard to explain what should be obvious. I feel like, um, all right, if you guys don't know, it's a comedy podcast. So if you get in your feelings, for whatever reason, it's your fault. Just remember that. Whenever you're hurt, it's your fault. <laughs> we victim shame. <laughs> if, I, I never understood that. Who walks into a place of comedy like, hmm, I don't like what you're saying. I'm going to get mad. Walk the fuck out. You walk out of movies all the time and stuff, right? You don't curse. You don't get mad at your parents, but you get mad at the random person you just met. It's pain. And that's why we want to talk about pain on this episode, because pain is all I know. I don't even like to be funny. I don't, I don't try to be funny. I just get angry. And for some reason, people laugh. 
<laughs> you know that's true <laughs> see she's evil because nobody cares about the the black man in pain they just see it and i'm not even angry have to take it if i'm angry i'm quiet well, have you seen that yet Mm-mm. i think that's why it's funny because i haven't seen actual marlin so you don't want to see it yeah i told you recently like when i knew it was a different side um i keep trying to tell her i'm gangster and uh she thinks it's a joke she's from fucking fucking colorado yeah i thought he was just saying that because he's black that's racist. Wow. Yeah, that, that was actually pretty racist. Wow. <laughs> 20 seconds left. 20 seconds left? Yeah. Um, if you guys ever wonder, I try to edit out in the video. Um, if we're ever looking down or looking away, we have like a timer because I only have one camera. <laughs> and, you know, the DSLR cameras record for like 15 or 20 minutes at a time. So we're trying to put times on our phone. <laughs> and then that's why I chop segments up. I think it's also funny to just go on a crazy tangent and like, and what about your pussy bee? And then you're, we're all calm. Yeah. We're talking about the weather. <laughs> it's no way to smooth cut these things. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, after this next cut, then we'll explain the podcast and then explain the multi-size. Ready for this smooth cut? <laughs> Welcome back to the Dumb and Numb Show. <laughs> this is your daily morning show <laughs> with a uh, racist and your... Ah, wait, let's try it again. <laughs> Welcome back to your racist show. This is a dumb and numb coming to you. <laughs> All right. Again? Welcome back to your racist morning show. I'm dumb. She's numb. <laughs> That's a vagina reference. How's the weather, Sam? <laughs> um, again, it's a comedy podcast, y'all. Y'all. Um, do I explain the multi-personality thing that I was talking about or do I explain why, why you're listening or why I can talk about certain things? Like what the purpose of this podcast is? Yeah, I don't even know if it's really a purpose. I have a purpose, but yeah. Or like, I don't know if I ever explained in any episode. I mean, you kind of like, do you even know what I do? Like I'm doing a film reel that I, I've been shooting for like 10 years. Um, What exactly is a film reel? Uh, I don't know. It's just a showcase of uh, all of your work. Um, whether it's cinematography, film, editing, it can be um, for actresses or act. Or I'm trying to get Tam into modeling more. Uh, a sizzle reel can um, also. That's kind of what they use for commercial work. Whether it's like, um, you know how models send in tapes where it's just you showing off your de- your walk and um, your uh, not the figures. What's the size numbers? Whatever that shit is. Like your how measurements. You, yeah, that. But this one is actually more cinema uh, cinematic stuff. So it can be commercial work. Or just things that you filmed yourself. Like in this day and age, luckily, we can take a DSLR and just film a couple of scenes and you can make your own film reel. Um, so a lot of times when people's film reel, it's not work that's fully out or, or, it's filled with a, or it's filled with a lot of extra work. Like you just go in the, on set randomly and you just got a, a face shot. All you need is a couple of good seconds of a smile or a look or show you can have some um, emotion. Basically, all they want to see is, do you look good on camera? That's the one thing. That was, that's what I was trying to tell you. You can make it, right? Like, people think talent matters. If talent mattered, I'd be rich as fuck now. <laughs> I've been shooting for, like, 10 years. And, like, every star you could think about, like, I'm, I'm always telling her we walk around, like, in posters on the TV. I'm like, I shot him. Yeah, yeah, and I know about her. She was. She started here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's always behind-the-scenes politics. It's really just about what groups like you. And, yeah, you know, the sad fact is if you look well. Not the sad fact, I mean. some It's a skill and a talent to just look well on camera, right? And not just look well, but be comfortable. Um, 
because um, I always had a qualm uh, like with Michael B. Jordan's acting. People always thought that I was dissing. And it's always hard, like, because we're trying to push um, pro-Black content. So, like, anytime you criticize any of it. But I'm like, I'm watching every movie he's in. So the, my critique with his acting has nothing to do with the money sale because he's going to always get my money because he does relatable roles. I still relate because he only plays niggas. <laughs> his skill is to be, hey, bro, you good? <laughs> it's not ranges, but that's cool. Right? I don't think Chadwick Boseman was that ranged with his skill. Like He was clearly more technical with his acting. But like if you look at Black Panther, Michael B. was more dynamic than him in that. Just from a, but really because his character was written. What are you about to say no? i just never seen it. Because <gasps> she's racist. She saw Black Panther. Like, hmm, not watching that. <laughs> I don't really like superhero movies. <sighs> and we always have a beef about that. Okay, I'm going to explain why I talk. We got to break this down. All right. I kind of told you, right, she was watching Deadpool 2, which you never saw, right? Mm-mm. And I was like, you got to see it. Because we're trying to normalize, I'm going to say quality content, right? They always try to dumb down and say, like, content for kids or other stuff. But really, we've never had content for kids. The content's always been dirty, right? It's always been dark and stuff. So, like, now that they were able to make a quality PG-13 film from a rated R film and still keep dirty jokes, but still for kids, that's going to help people like me, right? You know, you rock with me. Um, So if I could, if we could push that to the forefront, people can normalize just what they, because I hate the word dark comedy. There's no such thing as dark comedy because life is dark. We just pretend. That is this happy-go-lucky place. But, you know, making suicide jokes is normal. Remember the, <laughs> don't make that face. Mm-hmm. Remember there's a Hey Arnold episode to, uh, where the bird, the homeless guy who was a bird catcher? I haven't seen that one. She was raised in an Asian box. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there's a Hey Arnold episode where uh, he kind of befriended a homeless guy and he took care of the pigeons. And at the end of the episode, the pigeons carried him off the roof. Which somebody they broke down later on the internet that was a suicide. But hey, Arnold's child mind saw something beautiful. <laughs> that homeless oh, man killed himself. Oh damn! Yeah, and so like there's stuff like that that's always been in cartoons. Um, and I think exploring it will help kids normalize earlier on, right? Because I think you still have shock, right? You have a you kind of I'm not gonna say break down, but you kind of freeze when you experience new mm-hmm. shit, right? It kind of fuck you up. Which I still don't understand why. Um, I guess it's. It has to do with um, wanting things to go exactly as planned with really no trouble along the way. And so when something goes wrong, it's like, oh, shoot, I didn't prepare for this. What do I do? And so I freeze. Like, why freeze, though? Like, because you always handle it. Like, she has a tattoo, which I always say is crazy. You've gotten two tattoos, which is crazy. That's a lifelong lesson or lifelong, not lesson, but I guess it is kind of a lesson. Because every time Life you have a job. Lifelong commitment? Yeah, commitment. That's a lesson, too, because like you got to always cover your arm now or look well, for I've, a job. That's never been a problem when I cover my arms. I wear long sleeves usually because I get cold. That's because she doesn't so, eat. But when I start helping her eat, meal prep gang, she'll finally start getting hot. <laughs> you know, a body temperature of somebody not dying from malnutrition. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look malnourished? Everybody to me is malnourished. I'm a fat boy now, so everybody's little to me. She keeps wow. talking about my nibbles, man. Listen. They're huge. Whoa. Whoa. We don't talk about it enough. We got to normalize. What she was talking about was my penis when she said huge, not the nibble. We don't normalize the male body as much, okay? Dad, bod, dad bods are in. Now dad bods are some hair, a little fat, 
but muscle under it. Okay. And that's where we're at now. Is that what you are? A yeah. dad? Yeah. Since the podcast, like, cause they're watching this out of order. I'm 40 pounds heavier. <laughs> He's gaining a lot of weight. Than the start He's of the big boy now. It's muscle though. So it's a lot it's of muscle. Boy. I'm officially a heavyweight. Again, I've said it before, but we'll go back and I'll explain what I do. Um, but I've been recently um, practicing Muay Thai. Um, getting into MMA a little more because I'm broke. So I will fight somebody. Like At first, I didn't want to, but fuck. Fuck. <laughs> the only thing that makes a good fighter is the need, the drive. That's why Conor McGregor, they say, is losing his. And um, I never want to be comfortable. That's why I've been trying to help Tam break out of that. If you look at everybody who's changed something in the world, they're, they're not comfortable. Co- uh, comfortability is death, literally. Like, that's... You know, she gets mad when I break down routines, but like, I don't want you to break from having routine because you do need structure and organization, but you need the ability to adapt. You can't, you can't be too locked into something or else you'll never be able to grow past a certain point. I always ask people the question, can somebody be with somebody who wants a million dollars, but then the other person doesn't? Can they coexist and stay together? Does that have to do with like working for that million dollars or just wanting it? Yeah. The person who wants it means he wants to get it. Like he's going to work he's for stri- it. He or she is striving to get a million dollars. His partner doesn't care if they get a million dollars. So can that, that partner is just comfortable. Yeah. Like ready to settle. Yeah. So. Well, like I, I think they can. It will just be really difficult. Mm. Um, like, you know, the person who is settling might be holding the other person back from getting that million dollars. Um, and so when you're working for that, you either, I think, need a partner who is on the same page as you or or to provide support when you are getting that million dollars. Um, otherwise, again, they're just holding you back. And it's like that the ambitious person who wants the million dollars almost has to like cater to that other person too because they're not wanting as much. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's kind of why I said it's, it's so hard. Uh, to me, I think everybody lacks a level of passion. Like, that's why every, everybody thinks, that's why I try to tell you, everybody thinks I'm this hype over person. And it's like, uh, there's somebody coughing in the room <laughs> next it's to us. Me. <laughs> COVID. COVID. <gasps> um, I've been wearing masks for the record before it was cool. I'm allergic to everything and the outside. So I'm always going to wear masks, whether COVID or not. But the only problem is my allergy symptoms have every symptom that COVID is. So you'll never know. Every time I sneeze or have diarrhea, which is like every week, my mom's like, are you COVID? I'm like, no, I've been dying since birth. It's your fault, actually. It's called genes. Get better ones. <laughs> uh, dang, what were we talking about? Dang it. Dang we were it. talking about the million dollar scenario. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, passion, right? Like I've even had a problem with like, like you're talking about like sex, sexual attraction and all that. I don't like I joke. I make hella sex jokes, but I don't really care about sex like that because I think people lack too much passion. Right. Like you can kind of turn me on for like five minutes, 10, like you'll, you'll pique my interest. But then they'll do something or like say, yeah, <laughs> or say something. Have you like have you seen me change? Like I just hate you immediately. Like somebody have you seen me react to somebody where I'm like, yeah, where it just shoots down. Uh huh. Like what? Like, I can't. I'm trying to think of it um, it kind of happens on a podcast. You see, like. I'll keep a straight face for like a while. <laughs> I don't know. When we were filming that one skit that I. Oh, with Chris? That I, yeah. <laughs> and then I guess like you guys just weren't 
um, on the same page. And then I think at the end of that shooting day, you were just over it. Because he gave up. like Yeah, get- so like he gave up. And so Marlon's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no, like, I get disappointed like a parent. Like I've told one of my coworkers, this is me giving up on you, by the way. I want you to know. Because you know how people try to play victim? I don't want you to be a victim. I want to let you know you can see, you can tell from me that you failed us. <laughs> I didn't stop trying. You stopped. Because uh, it's a real problem. Like, what's the point of giving up? Like, that's why even when you freeze, I'm like, don't freeze. That's like, I make the suicide jokes, but you guys stop. And that's what that's to me, that's death. So it's like I, I, I ask a lot of people, like, do you really want to live? Like, is that because you're not acting like it? You know, you're, you're comfortable. Do you really want to kind of have that talk? I was she cares about what her family thinks. I don't about anybody's family or anybody's <laughs> opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's why she has troubles in life. She has daddy issues, but didn't fill that hole with penis yet. <laughs> Just filled it with self-doubt and self-hatred. Is that more healthy? Self-hatred or penis, which is a better way to feel, <laughs> which is a better way to fill daddy, daddy issues. Oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. I got daddy issues, too. I just filled my hole with hatred. Okay. Hatred. <laughs> what did you fill your hole with? Oh, I'm not going to answer that. Oh, we know what it is. Golden shower hours. In the future, I'm going to make that my sound effect. Oh. Big words of the day. Yeah, uh, from Pee Wee Herman. Shout out to you, masturbating in the movie theater. Who doesn't want to do that? Yeah. Ew. Yeah, who doesn't? I used to work in a movie theater, and so that's you definitely want to masturbate. You, you wanted to masturbate. You never, you never sat in, a, never sat in an empty room of a movie theater. It was like, and just I could rope whenever. Twiddle my clit. <laughs> Did you say that because I said that? Yeah. <laughs> I no, that's too. weird. Isn't, you can't get mad at that, right? masturbating in a movie theater? No, no. Uh, I told one of my coworkers and I was mad, like, shut up and Twitter your clip. Or... I, I just think that's so funny. It's like, <laughs> it's like a different version of go fuck yourself. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Go rub yourself. Huh? How about that? Yeah, it, it just provides a little okay. variety. <laughs> that's why I say, I don't understand. That's why I say people, nobody really hates me. You just get like irritated because it's something different. Because nothing I do is really malicious like that. I will kill you. Don't get that wrong. But I won't kill you out of hate. Should you say that? Huh? I, didn't, I didn't say no name to it. It's not premeditated. I'm just saying that it'll have. I'll, I'll react, and death might occur. Okay. What I'm saying, it's likely. It, death is likely to happen to you, right? And that's why I also. That's also why I'm free. People should try it more. Okay. Once you accept that death is a thing, you're freer. You know. Well, my dad was the first person I hit in the face, and I've been a man since then. They beat me up. Isn't it better to get beat up in home than outside on the streets? True. I think we both have traumatic childhoods. Why would you say it's traumatic? I don't know. You said you got beat. I got beat too. Um, how do they beat you? I've, I've but heard- it wasn't like abusive. I mean, I guess that's debatable. They called it discipline. I mean, everything parents do is abusive. Let's. Yeah. Oh yeah. In case you guys don't know, I hate parents, but I want to be one. <laughs> hate all the parents I want to be a parent so you can always look at your parent and be like what did you do mm-hmm. like I hate when people say that I have no complaints to my parent I'm like really I can show you what your parent did wrong <laughs> do you want me to do you want me to break down would you, would you cry if I broke down how much your parents suck yeah why I don't know because like I still love my parents you can love them and break down their flaws 
That's, That's literally what love is. Like, she thinks I overtly just hate my mom. I'm, I've always said publicly, my parents are better than you guys, better than your parents, because I'm better than you. You don't just randomly get a great kid without having good parents. She just could have been better. <laughs> I think my thing is, I feel like she gave up, right? Like, basically, I'm too much for my parents. And, like, we all, everybody acknowledges that. So it's like, what would you do if you realize, like, your kid is, like, too much? Like, I knew who I was since I was a kid. How would you react to that? Having a kid who's like, I don't really need you, mom. Like, I still need you to teach me shit, but as far as I go, I got What would you do? If I was that parent, I'd be, like, the dream child because then you don't have to do much. Oh. <laughs> um, well, they had- like, yeah, okay, do your thing. Call me if you need me. You wouldn't still try to discipline them? You, you wouldn't still try to discipline them? Because that's where my parents failed me. They, they didn't discipline to, you? No, they did too much. And again, since I knew who I was, couldn't break me. Like I, I, it's, I, That's why they got some mess. It doesn't matter what you're saying to me. I know it's not that important. I'm like, what I want to And I don't know how that stuck with me. And that's why I said, it's got to be something that the parents, my parents were still doing that was right, that led to me. Because whatever reason, I knew that my shit was important. Making sure that I got done what I needed to get done was important. Fuck what you're saying. Mm. I don't know how that... Because even my brother didn't know himself. I remember, he didn't find himself until like 11th or 12th grade when he was about to go to college. He just decided to go into engineering. But he spent all of his childhood doing music. That's why I know so much about music. I thought he was going to be a DJ. And out of nowhere, he switched to mathematics. And so now I'm one of the most artistic kids that I know, at least from our near family. Uh, my... my um. Uh, my two cousins were like some of the youngest in the family. So they're artistic too. But like, as far as all art goes, I was doing all that shit. I asked my dad to be a cheerleader. He said, no, I wanted to learn how to backflip. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they shut it down. Um, growing up, they made me choose between theater, dance, and sports. You have to pick. Uh, yeah. I grew up in Atlanta and Chicago. Like Atlanta is all about, I hate sports by the way, guys. Sorry. Fuck your sports. The only thing I like is fighting. Um, MMA, UFC, I watched that shit. Um, Bellator. But um, I only did sports for the exercise. Like, I always, and again, I don't know how that got installed. I always knew that physical health was important and following your dream, right? But uh, in the South, they hated that shit. And also, I was one of the only, like, black guys. You're talking about, like, growing up in theater and stuff. Uh, imagine, like, football coaches in the South and wrestling coaches. The fuck are you doing theater for? <laughs> like, it's like, and then you want to do cheerleading too? Uh I was one of the first uh, male dancers on the Palms team. Wow. Innovative, y'all. Innovative. How cute. No, I ain't wearing no pom-poms and no um, shit. But uh, it was me. I had a dance crew also. I was a gangster, pretty much. Living my dreams. I saw Stomp the Yard and decided to dance right after that. That's all it, that's all it takes, guys. And I became a B. I was, I was the dance king also. Um, before that, way before that, I was rap battle king. That's why these bars, that's, that's why this podcast is full of bars. They be hating on them, but these are bars. Why are you pointing at me? Just, you guys, well, she does also laugh. But I, I still don't know why. Uh, why what? You don't get it. Everybody gets insulted by my jokes at some point or feels away, but you haven't. I don't know why. Mm, maybe you just haven't hit that insulting point with me yet. I'll get there. But like, <laughs> but I've hit so much. Talked about your racist family. You've got a joke. Talked about your dad. Some sore moments and stuff. Well, your why would I be mad about that? It's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, racist admitted. The most you got in your feelings was about your sister. Uh, when I was trying to teach Tam that everybody's selfish. 
And she doesn't seem to understand. That's the thing. You understand it more now? I think so. What do you understand? Hmm? What do you understand from it? Selfishness isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's not bad. I, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, only time it's maybe bad is like when you're, as a kid, like when your kid doesn't, doesn't know how to share. Um, I do remember have, feeling bad about moments when I didn't want to share my toy. Like, looking back, I had some pretty bad moments of like, I uh, didn't want to share my toys with people. <laughs> it was some mind, mind, mind going on. Uh, I was teaching Tam that she's going to be um, the new OG of her family uh, because she's so motherly. You know, that one sibling that puts herself behind everybody else or last. Everybody kind of comes first. That's kind of you. That's why I said, like, think you're not strong, but like you are because you're doing it. Think about it. Moms are strong. Well, I'm, people always say moms, but dads do it. I've witnessed, I've actually witnessed more males be more nurturing of fathers than I have mothers. Um, but like, like that act to put yourself last, you don't know, but in the long run, people are going to lean towards you. That's going to eventually like, that's why I say people are abusive and selfish because eventually you're going to be the one they lean on and they're so used to you being that go-to person. You're going to get hit with being called selfish once you pull away. And then you've got to decide to be tricked with that or not. That's why I personally keep a distance with everybody to a fake degree. That's why I don't remember your name. I don't care about your names and stuff. I, I care about the attributes of people. Like, I remember hella detail about your life. I don't remember your name. Really? I don't know. Your memory is kind of... I remember the important thing. <laughs> okay. Remember, okay, that's all I was saying. I think, you guys, I think you guys remember... You guys remember minute details that don't matter to anything, really. Like, yeah, you might remember my favorite color and everything or some food or what we did last week, but it doesn't equate to anything. Like, I remember specifically what you told me about your career, about how you put you on and what you like. Like, I remember about your sister thing and everything and your OG and your family stuff. That's going to, because that, that's an attribute that can be used on set. Like when I told you, I left you alone when we are doing the podcast and you kind of, you took charge. Those are attributes that I'm paying attention to. And I see how did your personal life get you to go there? Because like as a teacher, I've been a teacher, guys. I'll eventually explain everything. <laughs> everything. Um, you're always looking to break somebody. Right. Because you want to see where that person's breaking point is. And if you want to go past it, because if you're not, then that means you can never be in charge of anything I do or be ahead of anything. I know that you're going to be a worker for the rest of your life. But if you can go past that point, then you'll, you know, it's important. You think you'll ever go past that point or are you going to get stuck? Mm, I don't know. I think eventually I'll get there. Why not now? I, don't, I feel like I'm stuck right now. <laughs> Why? Even though I've given her every idea that she could to get there in like less than a month. There's so much sound in the background. I'm so curious if you guys hear that in post. Oh, yeah. I forgot that shout out. Well, Lon Ray, Lon Ray for short. Uh, or oh, oh, Marion. <laughs> He's the audio engineer. Kudos to him, man. Again, I recorded like 10 episodes without even really <laughs> fully checking audio. Even right now, we're doing no filter because we didn't have enough time. We're, not, we're holding the microphones, no stands, so I have no clue how the audio will sound. But he's been diligent in trying to clean it up, so shout out to him. Um, he edits out of Classic Studios. Shout out to Classic Studios. Shout out to Lon Ray. Um, I'm trying to do... I'm always going to record episodes in bulks. Like, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I ain't got shit to say every week. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It seems like I talk a lot, but again, if you ask my mom, I do not speak at home. <laughs> I hate it. I've been acting since I was in fifth grade. You think I want to talk? 
Like, I hate. <laughs> I literally hate people. <laughs> like I, when people say they hate people, I'm like, how? I know you haven't engaged with people. I've performed in theaters full of 500 some people and a thousand. That's that's hate. That's too many people. <laughs> when I go home, I don't want to see nobody. There's been like I think between 500 to a thousand. I can't remember what, but I know I've done about 500 or so. And uh, so that's why I say it's, that's why when you say communication and people, or we know that's why I say people are easy. The fact that I've been able to make 500 chuckle, maybe not every one, but loud enough to where you can hear them all chuckle at once. That's like a level of control. I don't think people understand, right? You kind of know people are easy, right? Yeah. Why don't you take advantage of it? Why are you, why are you stuck? I don't know. I There's always like something that holds me back, I guess. I think it's myself. Um, so get some lube and get it started. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I really do envy people who just kind of go after it without really any hesitation, but I'm always hesitating. I mean, slight hesitation is good, but I mean, I, I don't, I think you question the wrong shit. Like what, do, what do you think is missing? I don't know. You know, bank on it. Is it a, is it a fear of being alone? Or, you know, because essentially when you put yourself out there, it is you're putting yourself closer to being at fault, which is why I became so good at destroying people. Because before you put me at fault, you've got I've got to make sure you understand every detail that you did wrong. <laughs> um, I think it's like the fear of. Um, of things like not working out. Um. And so, you know, that doesn't really gives a, give a whole lot of hope in that it would work out, like, in the long run. What doesn't give a lot of hope? Um, like, things not going right. That, things not going right that first time. But, I mean, have you not experienced a lot of failure as a kid? Does that normally kind of teach you to get used to, I guess, pushing forward? Um... I think, like, yes, but I think in a way that's also what is holding me back because I didn't like how it felt to fail. I'm just curious on why you why you let it cripple you, you know? Because I always I was telling her like the other day or so, uh, like her tire messed up, and she said uh, she hadn't experienced that before, so she kind of froze. But I'm like, once it happened, it's already over. Like you saw, I was laughing during it because I've had every type of car problem. I'm not, I don't even I'm not even a car expert. I just learned cars because I've had every issue with the car happen. So it's like I don't fear it anymore. Like the initial fear, yeah, you get stranded, you're stuck for a second, you have it. But then once you're fucked, it's over. Mm -hmm. It's like when you do anal for the first time. It's scary. It may hurt a little bit, but once it's in there, you just breathe, and it goes smooth. <laughs> Lube talk, son. You're not the one getting your butt probed. She doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, I don't know why. What's up? Once it happens, it's over. That's that's the thing. I don't understand. Um, Are your parents like that? I'm going to cut you off because I think that's a learn. Fear well, is learned from parents. See, I think that's, again, a part of it, too, because they always handled everything. Coddlers. Yeah. 
And so now, like, when things go wrong, I'm always so scared when it does go wrong. Um, but you didn't watch them when they were handling it? Like, pay attention, mm-hmm. take notes? No. Lazy motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I try to when when I can. Um, but, you know, like, sometimes, um, for example, when I when my car starts acting up my dad handles it i don't see what he's doing he just kind of goes off and does it and um he comes back and the car is all fixed so i don't really know what the detail he's kind of hard to understand and i don't think he understands me all that but better either because asian accent Mm -hmm. (gasps) his voice is super deep and he speaks with an accent so it's hard to Mm -hmm. way deeper than mine You've heard my morning voice. It's deep. Mm-hmm. It's deep and raspy. Um, but yeah, and I don't think he doesn't understand me a whole lot because English obviously isn't his first language. So there's always a bit of a language barrier. So how the hell does he get shit done if he can't understand English? He can understand. I don't think he understands completely, you know? Is it lazy that they don't learn? Because I want to say that, but I'm not learning enough. Uh, is it Taiwanese? What's it? <laughs> Tappy? Tippy tappy tail? I'm Vietnamese. Oh shit. Why is it Taiwanese? Let's see. Who's racist now? They're all the same. <laughs> but yeah. Vietnamese? Um, is, it, is it lazy? I don't... I don't think it's lazy. I just think. Um... Yeah, that's, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's um, interesting. We grew like, up without understanding each other, literally. I mean, yeah, like we understand each other on like a basic level. You know, like the general gist of things, but like details and like full comprehension. I don't think we ever really got to that point. That's my issue with my mom. That's why I said I think it's lazy. I've told her you had one job, two jobs and you failed. Like it's to understand your kids. You have no other job. Like my mom's a teacher. You know, you're not even obligated to understand your students that well. But your kids, you should fucking focus. That should be your full time job is understanding them right. Right. I mean, I think somebody would argue technically your full time job is making sure they're safe, which he did do for you. But you would think at some point they would get better at understanding to communicate. But see, that's why I'm curious. Hmm. So that could have that could have taught you because you still should have found ways around. Like if they can't understand you, you find better ways to understand. That's kind of why I told you, like comedy is a thing. I don't necessarily care to make people laugh. It's just an easy cheat code, right? To kind of kind of reel you in, to ease your tensions, right? And that's also why I like rapping so much. I say bars because I use metaphors. If people can't understand exactly what you're saying, like put you on Fun Street, I'm like a storefront. I'm gonna put you on blast. Like there's, you learn languages and language styles so you can communicate better. That's why I don't think many people focus on. Uh, yeah, because like my mom, that's why I learned. That's why I don't talk at home. Um, a lot of males already know this. I've had to tell you that to make a woman happy, you just don't say shit. They're just venting and you just kind of, huh? Uh, I saw it like my old business partner, he would do it perfectly. We used to have to edit videos, but his girlfriend wanted to talk. So he'd put the phone there on speaker, put it on mute. And then every now and then he would just chime in, what? Nah. <laughs> what, 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 what? She did what? And it would work every time. That's why girls say we don't listen. Do you listen? Because the guy is not even saying shit. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? Mm-mm. You kind of do it when your friends talk. You chime in up like, what? 
งาวออนเทลเลยงาวว้าว you just gotta let them go and uh you just kind of sit there and a lot of times if you say one word they're like waiting you're not listening not paying attention like, I'm just repeating what you said but all right <laughs> you kind of learn ways to communicate or again you guys kind of think I'm more aggressive because I just found a way to dominate because I know people don't pay attention so I, instead of doing a conversation the way that you want if I really want something to get done I'm going to kind of bully you in around to make sure you pay attention hey no, no, fuck all that shit Nigga, I got like five minutes. We're going to do this. And I, I kind of put you in the zone. And I kind of told you, I don't like looking uh, people in the eye like that. So I learned to do that uh, when it's something serious and I want you to pay attention. So if, I, if we kind of talk, I'm not looking at you and I switch, make eye contact, it's going to force you to pay attention. Um, that's kind of why I'm <laughs> she's uh, puffing out her huge Asian eyes. She has abnormally large eyes for an Asian. For, the, for a history lesson, Uh, Vietnam um, fucked a lot of black guys. Um, they were given Agent Agent Orange, and they were given BBC. <laughs> Who knows what they're <laughs> sick with? <laughs> Jungle fever for real. <laughs> wow, that goes both ways. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yellow fever is a thing too. What in denial? Because hmm? I'm in denial. <laughs> <laughs> This is true. Sexualizing Asians just because I told her, technically before her, and even Gian, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> pronounce his name, so I call him Juan. Yeah, it's Jin. 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 Jin and Juice. Jin. I'm gonna call him Jin now. That's a battle. Yeah, rap. didn't you video called him just to ask him how he pronounced his name? Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do. People stop feeling awkward about things you don't know. I always tell people I'm not afraid to ask the dumb question, quote unquote, because as long as you don't repeat, it's okay, right? They can try. To make fun of you for saying the question, but then once you learn it, they can't laugh no more. Like, well, you're still stupid. I actually asked it. I asked the question. Everybody wants to know. Like, we're standing in a room of people. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. I'm like, does the toilet flush? <laughs> like, what an idiot. Of course it flushes. But they didn't know either. Right? It's important. So, like, she said, like, like the purpose of the podcast. I'm just trying to showcase that I, that, that I can communicate with, like, anybody. And, like, this is kind of why. Not just because of comedy, but there's tactical there's tactical skills to it. It sounds off the wall, sounds random. You know, a lot of our talking points do scatter around a lot, but a lot of times I'm trying to beat around the bush to get people to talk more, right? Like she's getting sleepy now. Everybody, like, but when we have these conversations, not filmed, y'all motherfuckers being involved for like a whole hour and never notice it. But people act different <laughs> when it's recorded or covered, and I'm trying to just. Put it more in the forefront, though. Uh, more in the forefront because people are kind of afraid. They think like talking to me in public is risky, but behind the scenes, everybody talks to me. Like, my DMs are popping, son. I can talk to anybody. I slide in DMs. I'm a I'm a DM slider killer. That's true. Slid in her DMs. Yeah. Asked her about her back door. <laughs> Now she's in a hotel. <laughs> hey, y'all. We shooting during COVID, so you gotta be safe and just get closed off sections. To record, so I, so moving forward, I probably always do that. I like that. I would hope that we can get an Airbnb sponsor and stuff. We followed the rules, and we had people out by ten when a certain host would ask us. Um, it was never too many people at once, right? The most might be people transitioning out out of one room because I I recorded like two or three back to back. You talking about being tired? I told Tam I I get stronger the tired I get. Like, you guys are weak, weak soft. Look at she yawning now and shit. <laughs> And that's one thing. I want her to break. She went to college. 
Shout out to college. It's terrible for you. Drop out if you can. <clears throat> it structures you to be in a mindset prepared for failure, right? The world is not really made in a nine to five structure. It is if you never want to be happy. <laughs> like, think about it. They make 24-hour stores for a reason. They make drive throughs for a reason. They make So why are we still trying to live our lives in the busiest time, nine to five? Like, why do you still want to go out during the day like that? Hey, literally, they, make, they try to make things more convenient for us, but we're still trying to make or hate ourselves. I hate driving in daytime traffic. It's always slow. I hate driving during the day because there's too many people, which is why I hate people. The more people there are, the less you can get done. It's a literal metaphor. Life is a traffic jam. Um, that's why I like nighttime. And then also at nighttime, more people are asleep. You can feel the energy. It's less, it's less distracting. Like I can do so much more because I can feel everybody is asleep. You ever get you ever feel it? Like when it's chill at nighttime? At night, it's always just really quiet. And that's like disconcerting a little bit too, because it are y'all scared of are y'all scared of quiet? I didn't say I I was scared. It's just kind of like it's I guess unfamiliar. You're afraid to be, you know, in silence. No, because then it makes you feel more alone. Is how I feel when I'm out at night. That's weird. You gotta you gotta get more comfortable with yourself. <laughs> All right, that's why masturbation is a thing, y'all. I have carpal tunnel because I always touch. My, I'm always alone with myself. <laughs> He's always flipping uh, his wrist like that. Can, let's see if they can hear it. Yeah, that's from masturbating too much. Well, technically, I broke my hand twice, fractured. One was from fighting my stepbrother. The other which, was from masturbating. Of course, uh, from wrestling. Well, my stepbrother had me. He chased me, and I, I jumped down flight of stairs. And I have no arches to this day. And I feel like that broke my foot, and we didn't talk about it. Like, can you imagine? I don't even know how I did that. I ran so fast, and I missed the step. I didn't touch one step. I jumped from the second floor to the first floor and I landed on my feet and I had to sit down for like hours. I thought I broke my shit. And now I have fucked up feet. <laughs> They're so flat. Like people say you have no arches. Mine is literally a duck. If you uh-huh. don't have, sh- shut your face. If you hear me run outside on the track by myself, all you hear is like, <laughs> but that's why I started fighting. Um, it teaches you to balance you know, your energy and like the balls of your feet. Dancing also as well um, teaches that. Uh, I started fighting at a young age or at an older age, so my bones should hurt. But luckily, I was dancing at a, a young age, so I think that's kind of helped um, um, keep things going. I did a ballet recital in like two weeks. You know, it was like um, they needed a guy who was strong enough to throw somebody up. <laughs> Ironically, she was Asian. Um, I took her virginity during that pup play. Oh, yeah. I threw her in the air, and we, we did a misstep, and she was going to fall. And because Marlon is always ready, I stuck my knee out and caught her <laughs> in between her leg, her leg, in between her legs. Caught her with my knee, came down, and I popped her back up. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm a, I was proud, like I'm a hero." <laughs> and she she kind of went off stage and didn't talk to me for like the rest of the day. I was like, what? What? No, thank you. You rude motherfucker. Somebody told me that I popped her cherry, and she was wearing like all white. Oh <laughs> my gosh! So could have been worse because she could have popped it on the floor, would have popped her anus and everything. She was gonna fall, y'all. Um. I even, did, I even did a musical. Couldn't sing. Now I almost can. Tam hear me in these streets. You gonna play me? You gonna play me? <laughs> your singing is okay. What? When you do your falsettos, it's fine. But like, I think we talked about this. My deep voice is getting better. You heard that it, shit? It's okay. What the shit? Fucking hate it, y'all. <laughs> That's because she, she was listening to R&B, y'all. She, don't know. she didn't know Tyrese was a singer before an actor. Mm-hmm. 
You don't know about that. That's that's why that's why that's why. Listen, man, we've came a long way. I'm on my Drake, then I'm gonna get to my Gambino because they're both very average singers, and then we are gonna move past them, move move up. Where do you rank Bryson Tiller? Because he's a rap singer. I mean, he can hit notes. But like, is he? Mm. Like, where am I ranking him? Like singing wise, like is he? He's past Gambino and Drake, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so you say for sure, but have we heard him like sing sing? Because Gambino and Drake have done full sing songs. Tyson, yeah, and but then like I said, Tyson Tiller, Drake's singing songs are flat, but they're amazing. You don't need many notes. I always tell <laughs> you to make a hit song. Oh, uh, that's the timer uh, to restart the camera. Uh, I was just gonna say. To make a hit song, you don't need many notes. You look at how many singers can sing well, look at their hit songs compared to those who don't sing as well. They're doing too much. You don't need to... I'm going home. <laughs> one note. That one note. Everybody can sing that. You need a song, everybody can sing. Justin Timberlake's song, uh, Until the End of Time, I hate it. I keep trying to sing it, but it hurts. <laughs> and it just keeps getting higher. <laughs> it hurts. Like the anal. All right. Uh... We got to check out the hotel pretty soon. Um, so, again, this was a jumbled episode. But, again, I just, I just wanted to be a beginning to explain everything. So let me try to do that really quick, <laughs> like the last 10 minutes because we rambled a lot. Uh, again, I, I, I originally didn't plan to do a podcast until after I got more known in comedy. But, of course, COVID happened. So I started the, the worst year to start stand-up <laughs> in a career that needs a bunch of people constantly. So I couldn't do it. So um, I started a podcast just to get you used to my voice, style of my style of comedy. And plus, I get practice, right? It's, this is literally um, live in the moment. Um, you'll see the way I edit. I don't really cut out mistakes like that unless they're like, there's got to be some fucked up shit. <laughs> if you, it's either fucked up shit or they look stupid because they're always yawning or making faces at me when I talk. <laughs> so that's when you'll see things cut. But I think it actually worked in our favor. The cuts pretty much make fun of everybody, right? It's a really well-balanced podcast. Everybody looks silly. We have moments of, you know, seriousness. And then there's moments of comedy. And my goal moving forward is to have more serious conversations. Um, I don't want to always be known as a goofball because as you'll learn, a lot of my comedy is actually more serious, which is kind of funny. Did you say that my shit's not light or content, my content of comedy isn't light? Yeah, I think I called it dark. It's not dark. Well, you said kind of heavy, though. I don't always see it as heavy because it uh, <laughs> suicide jokes. I don't do as many. I don't do as many as you think. Uh, or I do. I would do. I did. I did jokes about love, and she was like, "It's interesting to hear from a male's perspective." I think you hear it more often, but you guys don't realize like the way that guys describe love. That's what it is they're doing. Maybe you don't notice that. Um. What? What? What else? What? What else? Okay. Yeah. Again, the reason why, if you do care to listen to me, aside from the stupid jokes. The, the fart jokes, the penis jokes, the golden, the golden shower jokes. Um, I've been an actor for over 15 years. I've been a filmer um, for about 10 years. I've got my own production company. Started with a business partner. Um, we shot everything, uh, you know, from uh, uh, media events, tours, commercials, some short films. I haven't done a large film yet. You know, fairly, uh, fairly large budget stuff, not too big. You know, corporate jobs, school jobs, church jobs, anything you could think. For the last 10 years, <laughs> I've been behind this shooting in Illinois um, from directing, writing, editing, um, like I said, some acting, and probably some other stuff I don't know the terms for. I didn't go to school for it. Uh, ironically, um, I met my counselor at my community college, told me to drop out. 
because school doesn't matter. Um, my counselor, he was a photographer, um, or pretty well. No, he got ranked like a top something wedding photographer. And uh, so he kind of helped me get into commercial, uh, the commercial realm. So I built my company off of drug dealer money, which you shouldn't say, but you can't prove it. <laughs> I shot a lot of rappers who were in the streets. <laughs> and so to help me transition, I was shooting weddings and school events uh, with my mentor to move forward. That's why I always tell people, like, just do it, right? People forget. For one, people always say first impressions matter. No, no. I've changed everybody's uh, perception whenever I want. It's a control factor. Like, a lot of people knew us for shooting music videos. Then out of nowhere, then they thought we were too commercial, right? We're doing weddings and school and church shit. Then people didn't know if we could actually shoot music videos again. Then they didn't know um, if we could shoot short films. Because some reason they don't correlate um, cinemat- understanding cinematography with that. Um, so it's a lot with that. Um, I think my directing um, was better because I acted so long. I also went back and taught at my old school, my high school. Um, I'm a state winner in speech, even though it might not sound like it. Might not sound like it because <laughs> I'm lisping here. Um, I think you've kind of noticed um, I sound different when I like go into my performing or you've heard me do the stand-up shit. That's why, that's why I don't like talking or outside of it because you got to really focus. I don't want to do that all the time. That's why I still think it's lazy if your dad doesn't understand you or mom doesn't understand me. Like, you guys can just, come on, just listen. Just listen. We shouldn't have to talk like we're performing all the time. So my goal as a performer is to get people to stop performing, which sounds weird. Like, people always name, they think things are authentic. Often, authenticity? Yeah. But there's no such thing as authenticity um, because we're always trying to put forward your best. I'm not. My goal is to make sure you see the worst. <laughs> I want you to feel uncomfortable before you like me. <laughs> like, feel weird. Because then I'm going to address why you feel uncomfortable and then it cancels it all out. Um, so let me see. It's what I explained it all. Started the podcast. I wanted to do stand-up. Get used to it. Um, I have insight from as far as industry goes from acting and doing film work because I have over a decade of that. Um, Theatrically speaking, I've done about like 20 plays in my life, 2021. Started acting in fifth grade. Um, I had an agent in middle school, eighth grade. Um, I won like this countrywide competition, won best teen actor of the year, best monologue. I wrote that with a lady from Chicago. Can't remember her name. So fuck me. Can never prove it, but you can Google. I did an iPop competition, which normally is like you pay, they tell you don't pay money to get stuff, but that's because you're, that's because you're not good enough. Like, I, I was so good that I paid money for it, but they still wanted to represent me. I had some agents come out of retirement to cover me because I, uh, I was that dope. But um, still got fucked in the long run. Um, I was almost on, signed to Tyler Perry. Thank God I didn't. Because if you do a contract with Disney, you're fucked for like 30 years, 20 years. They take money. Like, uh, Miley Cyrus still pays money for Hannah Montana. Seriously? <laughs> um, again, we'll get into business talks eventually. If somebody creates your brand for you, you owe them money. That's why people need to understand. That's why even with you, I'm trying to get you to get your life figured out so much early on. People think art is just fun. It's not. If I have to, because I was a brand consultant for companies and artists, and we would tell you straight up, hey, fam, I can help you create your, uh, your identity. But if I do, I get publishing. I get royalties off of that identity because I literally helped you with blood, sweat. But if you come to me with an already created identity, I'm just going to get publishing off of what me and you create together versus your entire entity. So there's a little business lesson with that. Uh, <laughs> anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Uh, the pressure. The pressure. The pressure. Uh, uh, yeah, everything you watch so far, editing, 
wise and film wise, that's kind of an example of the skill that we do. But it's also teamwork. Tams kind of helps um, hold the camera herself behind it. Um, my goal is to get everybody models. I want a lot of behind the scenes talk brought to the forefront, right? Because um, I had a radio show also. I had a radio show with the internet radio station that was supposed to go to XM. Um, but again, COVID and some other stuff. Uh, we got the job because we were filming the interviews and the interviewer got sick and they asked us to replace it. And then they realized, you guys are kind of funny. Yeah. A lot of people behind the scenes are actually pretty funny <laughs> and a lot more interesting than people in front of the scene. I don't know if you guys, if you guys understand that. That's kind of why the world is going to more internet people because people in front of the camera are just staged. They're, they're created identities. They're not real people. People behind the scenes who know what's going on, they have a lot more shit to say. And so that's kind of why I don't want to do weekly podcasts. Um, I like to record in advance. I like to have something to say um, when, it, you know, when it's important and not, you don't need to hear from me. <laughs> uh, anything else? Tamarama. I know we wanted to talk about a little bit more, but. Anyway. Yeah, we're running short on time. But yeah, you'll you probably will hear from me soon. If she finally speaks up and stop being quiet. And sleepy. She's always sleepy, y'all. We're going to do a. She's a cokehead because she drinks coffee. She's a crack addict. She gets headache from not doing coke, aka coffee. Um, she's a racist. She doesn't eat anything that's black. Um, <laughs> she's wearing a black shirt right now because I made her. It's the only time she'll wear black. I made that cup that has black writing on it. She's just a racist. But um, forgot to say, if you never saw Super Bad, because Tim didn't see Super Bad till this weekend. That's why my show was called Fuck Me, right? Because he was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck me, right? <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck me, right? It's from Super Bad. Um, I, even though my podcast is dirty as fuck, I wanted somewhat of a commercial podcast. And so I use pH because the pH scale for you toxic bitches. And we have toxic conversations. So the pH level is going high and we're always fucked. And I forgot to say, um, I had lost my wallet. Money, car, and everything. That's why the podcast is behind. <laughs> Last year <laughs> yeah, ended terribly. <laughs> Starting from Halloween to now, I did a Halloween episode. My laptop broke. Got to a car accident. Lost my wallet. Credit went down. <laughs> Almost got fired. Got rehired from my job. Broke his glasses. Oh, yeah. My glasses are still broke. <laughs> I'm still broke. Uh, what else? Uh, life. And um, the next time you see me, I'll be going to like my first chemical peel. Um, Tam's been helping me with face treatment and shit. Getting moisturizers and stuff. Um, so we'll see how that happens. I either be fucking terrible <laughs> looking next time or beautiful, like a fucking mermaid, <laughs> a black mermaid because you're racist. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So go find us online. I never say this. I don't know where I'm going to put this. So just like and comment and share. <laughs> Hopefully I think it's a friendly podcast. Just to avoid follow or subscribe wherever he's going to put this. Wherever it'll be at. Uh, fluck me. That's P-H-L-U-C-K. Right? Wait. You me. missed oh, me. Like, Damn it. <laughs> P P H L U C K me. Comma. Right? Question mark. Is there a comma in there? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to make sure it was different. Because uh-huh. it's a pause. It's not fuck me, right? It's fuck me. Right? Because <laughs> I need okay. help. You gotta laugh when you say it, because that's the depression inside of the sentence. Um, my name is Marlon Hugh. Um, M-A-R-L-O-N-H-U-E. Um, I got hella pages online, so we'll just link it below. Yeah, there's like too many. Just pick one and then just stick to it. But you'll eventually stick to it all, baby. <laughs> it's, I was going to make a BBC joke. Um, yeah, Tam, where can I find you? 
Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Tamala Wynn. That's spelled T-A-M-E-L-A-W-I-N. I'm illiterate, so I didn't catch none of that. But we'll write it somewhere. <laughs> we'll write it on the in the video somewhere. Uh, again, hopefully this teaser gave you a little bit of inside. You think it'll catch them a little bit? I think so. Yeah. Nice, nice little quick bite. Because trust me, the first episode starts off swinging and it never stops. <laughs> it gets... Yeah, it's like messy in a good way. <laughs> mm, that was uh, sexual. Uh, uh, you said it. I did it. <laughs> a, lot of, a whole lot of DP lube and a bunch of pee everywhere. Um, yeah, the, the other podcast name is Golden Shower. We'll eventually do something with that. Maybe the Dumb Numb Show. <laughs> <laughs> the Dumb Numb, Dumb Numb Numb Numb. Um, yeah, y'all. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Good night, cunts. Catch you in the next one. Good night, cunts. She did an Asian uh, peace out finger. No, he didn't. Oh. That's racist. <laughs>